So you have a tendency and your love overlanding. You had plans to do it big on the trace and some super glamping. One idea, deep news and reviews, a podcast the first rate and here just for you. You don't have to think about it. Join us and be about it. Something interesting we want to hear about it. Come on, let's talk about it. Welcome to Waypoint Overlands Random Waypoints Podcast. Sponsored by Midland. Communication for every adventure. The industry leader in radio communication technology and innovation for over 50 years. Sponsored by MyMedic. Sponsored by Tembo Tusk. Sponsored by Trail Rated Coffee Company. Always remember, the opinion you follow should be your own. Just consider the things stated here to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Hi, my name is Phil from Waypoint Overland, and you're listening to Random Waypoints. All right, so here we go. Welcome to another episode of the Random Waypoints podcast. We'll be doing an episode every single week. So like, share, and subscribe. Hit the notification bell to make sure you don't miss an episode. This week, our new segment takes a focus as we take a look at how well the Ford F-150 Lightning performed for engineers testing their toughness in Alaska. We also take a look at three Nissan Design America project trucks that are based on the 2022 Frontier. And on Waypoints, we highlight a Northern California national park that might not be on your radar, but maybe it should be a Waypoint on your next journey. So stay tuned for the whole show. But first, let's take a look at the news. During this segment, we'll cover various topics with a connection to overlanding in some way. It could be land use news regarding the national parks or the Bureau of Land Management. We'll keep you up to date on any auto industry news when it pertains to relevant and potential overlanding vehicles. There will be camping and outdoor industry news, as well as photography and video, fishing, hiking, and on and on. Now, here's the news. As part of the global community, Ford is deeply concerned about the invasion of Ukraine and the resulting threats to peace and stability. The situation has compelled us to reassess our operation in Russia. In recent years, Ford has significantly wound down its Russian operations, which now focus exclusively on commercial van manufacturing and Russian sales through a minority interest in the Solars Ford joint venture. Given the situation, we have today informed our JV partners that we are suspending our operations in Russia, effective immediately until further notice. Ford Fund is also making a $100,000 donation to the Global Giving Ukraine Relief Fund for humanitarian aid to assist Ukrainian citizens and families who have been displaced during this crisis. This winter, Ford engineers spent two weeks in the heart of Alaska in minus 30 degree temperatures to continue fine-tuning the F-150 Lightning pickup performance on low traction surfaces like snow and ice and an extreme cold to give customers maximum confidence. 
Alaska provides the extremely cold temperatures, snow, and ice-covered surfaces that we need to push the F-150 Lightning in this type of testing, which is really focused on dialing in how the truck delivers its power to the ground on slippery surfaces, said Cameron Dillon, F-150 Lightning powertrain engineer. Customers may not regularly see minus 30-degree mornings like we are seeing here, but they will see winter cold, snow, and icy roads, and they should feel confident their F-150 Lightning is ready for it all. Formerly called low-mu testing, this type of powertrain evaluation looks at how the all-electric powertrain adjusts power delivery to the wheels on low-traction surfaces, usually snow and ice in extremely cold temperatures. And what better place to test that than at a restricted military base in Alaska? Ford engineers drove a fleet of six F-150 Lightning pre-production units on various types of winter surfaces such as loose snow, packed groomed snow, complete ice, half ice, half concrete surfaces, and more. The F-150 Lightning pickup truck can sense wheel slip and adjust power to the wheels within milliseconds, benefiting from the quick responses of the all-electric powertrain. F-150 Lightning in the snow is a very different ballgame compared to gas vehicles, said Nick Harris, F-150 Lightning powertrain engineer. The responses are extremely quick, and the dual motors make it as if you have two engines pumping out power in our vehicle. A lot of our work is to coordinate the two motors to work together to best deliver torque to the ground so that customers who drive in the snow and ice ultimately feel very confident. F-150 Lightning offers stability and confidence in slippery conditions thanks to benefits attributed to its all-electric powertrain and built-forward tough functionality. Standard dual motor front and rear. Standard always-on 4x4. Quick torque delivery. Standard electronic locking rear differential. Selectable drive modes. Low center of gravity for even more confidence handling. Engineers are able to adjust the calibration in real time while testing, helping to maximize efficiency during the 12-hour test days. In addition to Alaska, the F-150 Lightning powertrain team has conducted low-mu testing in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, Borrego Springs, Johnson Valley, and at Ford's Michigan Proving Grounds near Romeo, just one of many elements of the robust-built Ford Tough Endurance regime the F-150 Lightning goes through. Customer deliveries of the 2022 F-150 Lightning truck begin this spring. Nissan displayed a trinity of modified 2022 Frontier trucks at the Chicago Auto Show recently. The three Nissan Design America project trucks are based on the 2022 Frontier, which is available now at Nissan dealers nationwide. The Project 72X, Project Hardbody, and Project Adventure while all sharing the same 2022 Frontier Crew Cab platform, they address three different mid-sized truck audiences and start with three different Frontier grade levels, S, SV, and Pro 4X, respectively. All three of the Frontier concept trucks combine readily available Nissan and aftermarket parts and accessories with custom design pieces and custom graphics. The Project 72X is a modern take on one of Nissan's most popular trucks, the Datsun 720, first introduced in fall 1979. The 720 eventually became the first vehicle assembled by Nissan in the United States when it rolled off the line of the then-new Smyrma Tennessee Vehicle Assembly Plant in 1983. 
Known as the Little Hustler, it was a bare-bones, affordable truck designed for fun and was advertised as ideal for outdoor enthusiasts. For the 2022 interpretation, the design team used gray exterior tones and graphics for a sense of modern cool attitude, a look reinforced by the white painted steel wheels, a two and a half inch lift and sport bar behind the cab. Project Hardbody, as the name suggests, pays homage to one of the most iconic Nissan trucks ever, the D21 Hardbody. It was the first truck design completed at Nissan Design America. Project Hardbody is built on a 2022 Frontier Crew Cab SV 4x4. It features a 3-inch lift kit, classic hardbody, block-style wheels designed and milled at Nissan's Design America, bed-mounted spare tire carrier, and door graphics with 80s-style shadow outlining. Project Adventure is the design group's take on the current popular overlanding trend and features a 5-inch lift 34-inch mud terrain tires, and a special carbon fiber snorkel. A key feature of the Project Adventure is the custom body wrap depicting an atlas of the U.S. After backlash, Rivian backtracked on price hikes in a letter from the founder and CEO of the company. U.S. electric vehicle startup Rivian Automotive Incorporated said on Tuesday it was raising the starting price of its R1T electric pickup trucks by about 17% and its R1S Sport utility vehicles by about 20%, citing inflationary pressure and higher component costs. The price increases would have affected many of the customers who already placed pre-orders for the vehicles. Customers expressed frustration and threatened to cancel orders on social media. This prompted a letter in response from the CEO of Rivian stating, It was wrong, and we broke your trust in Rivian. We also didn't manage communications well. He also went on to state, in speaking with many of you over the last two days, I fully realize and acknowledge how upset many of you felt. I have made a lot of mistakes in starting Rivian more than 12 years ago, but this one has been the most painful. I am truly sorry and committed to rebuilding your trust. For anyone with a Rivian pre-order, as of March 1st, pricing an announcement, your original configured price will be honored. If you canceled your pre-order on or after March 1st and would like to reinstate it, Rivian will restore your original configuration, pricing, and delivery time. One Alaskan man illegally hunted a Canadian bighorn sheep. A year later, that very hunt got him in trouble. Donald Lee had gone for a sheep hunt in a remote area of Alaska near the National River. The area he was hunting in was close to the Canadian border of Yukon Territory. And Lee knew it. While standing in Alaska, he saw a bighorn sheep. He decided to take a shot. When he began to walk towards the animal, he realized something. The sheep was about 350 feet across the Canadian border. Lee went ahead and quartered up the bighorn sheep, and he went home. When he got back, he reported the sheep to officials as an Alaska kill. Before he ended his hunt, he made sure to get pictures with the bighorn sheep. He shared the images on Facebook 
and with the caption, Yukon Zebra. His caption was referring to the dark colors in the sheep's coat. Turns out those pictures would end up getting him in some legal trouble later on. About a year after Lee's hunt, the photo of the bighorn sheep ended up getting flagged on Facebook. Well, when this happened, it got the attention of authorities in Canada. On top of that, they had gotten a tip that the hunt had taken place near the border. At that point, a wildlife officer and a Yukon conservation officer began to investigate this. The officers decided to take a helicopter to the area where the hunt happened. They used Lee's Facebook photo as a reference and were able to find exactly where Lee had taken it. They even took their own picture at the location, but instead of a bighorn sheep, they held a picture of Lee. Lee ended up pleading guilty to the charges that the officers brought against him and ultimately ended up with an $8,500 fine and a five-year hunting ban. Here are some upcoming dates for you all to keep in mind. March 26th and the 27th, this is the California Outdoor Adventure Expo at Fairplex in Panoma, California. The great thing about this event is that with one ticket, you can get into three different shows. You have the California Power Sports Expo, California Outdoor Adventure Expo, and the Radio Control Expo. The California Power Sports Expo is the number one outdoor power sports event to check out the latest in ATVs, dirt bikes, electric bikes, and overlanding. You'll even see RVs and boats. If it's got power, it's going to be at this show. Then there's the California Outdoor Adventure Expo. It has wall-to-wall vendors showcasing the latest in camping, fishing, and hiking gear. You can also meet with destination travel wellness and fitness companies to get your adventure started. And last but not least, your ticket gives you admission to Radio Control Expo. This is the world's largest radio control show. You can check out airplanes, helicopters, and first-person view drone racing demos, meet product experts, and see the latest in tech. It's a weekend of fun for family and friends. The 2022 Turitech Rally West is June 23rd through 26th in Plain, Washington. The Turitech Rally began 12 years ago as a small customer appreciation weekend that involved riding, camping, and sharing good times around the campfire. With this simple formula, it's grown into the largest gathering of adventure motorcycle enthusiasts in the whole country. The 2022 rally will begin on Thursday, June 23rd at noon, and ends at 1 p.m. on Sunday, June 26th. While the core of the event has stayed the same each year, they seem to find new ways to pack in even more fun activities and experiences. Now it's time for Waypoints. Waypoints. Waypoints will cover all aspects of navigation for the overland traveler. Navigation is the act or practicing of navigating. The method of determining position, course, and distance traveled. This week on Waypoints is another National Park Spotlight. We'll be highlighting national parks 
that maybe you should make as a waypoint on your next journey. Here's a question for you. What ancient national park is home to some of the tallest trees on earth? You know, there's something awe-inspiring and humbling about traipsing through a forest of ancient titans in Redwood National and state parks. A mossy 139,000-acre maze of skyscraping flora along California's northern coast. This old-growth forest is home to some of the tallest and oldest trees on earth. Some ascending upwards of 370 feet, some older than Christ, and about 45% of all remaining coastal redwoods on the planet. Native Americans once lived here in peace before the early 20th century, when the timber gold rush forced them out so lumberjacks could treat the woods like an all-you-can-eat buffet during this time. The forest dwindled from 2 million acres in the 1800s to an alarming 39,000 acres of old growth that remain today. In 1918, the Save the Redwoods League was formed to preserve the rest, leading to the establishment of the three state parks, followed by Redwood National Park in 1968. To more wholly protect and administer these vulnerable forests as well as endangered wildlife, craggy coasts, meandering rivers, and grassland prairies within, all four parks combined in 1994, now operating as a joint network. While the immense forest is now but a whisper of its once widespread swath, visiting the important park is a reminder of the delicacy of life and the soaring beauty of it all if we just let it be. Here's how to best soak in the grandeur of this national treasure. All the requisite national park goodies are up for grabs in Redwood National and State Parks. From leisurely hiking trails, kayaking, cycling, to scenic drives so distractingly beautiful that you'll need to actively remind yourself to pay attention to the road. No matter your fitness level or time constraints, the park has a trail for everyone. And beyond the trails, There's much to explore on and in water as well. Tide poolings, an immersive pastime along the rugged rocky coast where visitors can wade through icy water during low tide to marvel at multicolored sea stars and watch for whales and seals. Further inland, kayaking is another aquatic adventure all its own. If you're undeterred by potential Bigfoot encounters and you'd like to stay the night in or around Redwood National and State Parks, well, you're in luck. The park has four developed campgrounds, all managed by California State Parks, and all of which can accommodate tents and small RVs or camper vans. They're all quite popular in the summer, and reservations are encouraged. Well, that wraps up another episode of the podcast. We hope that you like share, and subscribe. And with that, I want everybody to stay safe, tread lightly, and hopefully I'll see you here or on a trail soon. You have been listening to Waypoint Overland's Random Waypoints. Like, subscribe, and stay tuned for more.